for us, for generation power of, of ourselves, no different to, to you guys. Solar power has been installed, more yeah. energy efficient gas systems. Then we've also had other systems where we've come back and we've just decided, right, okay, packaging now has to be now designed that the box is going to be encompassing the product instead of thousands of airbags that were in plastic. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, now going to yeah. actually encompass that. We're, we'll design the packaging that is done there. It's all cardboard. The, there's no tape. It's paper. It's, you know, so we're trying to cut back on everything to make everything as recyclable as possible. Hello and welcome to another amazing, absolutely wonderful, ding dong, this is the top of the crop, this is an amazing CEF Tech Talking Podcast. I think I got it all in there, didn't I? Yeah, I think it's pretty good and it's a sunny day as well. It yeah, feels sunny, it's a yeah. sunny CEF Tech. Oh, yeah, it's lovely and warm in here anyway because we've got these amazing sunbeams with us. Look. <laughs> Shining rays of light. <laughs> we've got more from Legrand, haven't we? So, so what, who do we have and what do you do? So I'm Joshua Peace. I look after CEF across the Grand Group. Somebody's got to. Yeah, yeah thank try, you very much well, for doing that. I try that. my best, try my best. <laughs> um, but I also am from a CP electronics background, so that's where the sensors and things come in. Yeah, okay. all the controls, isn't it, today? Yeah. We're all talking about controls today. Big and who have bro- we got to talk about controls? Big brother all the way through. <laughs> so I'm, I'm James Wallace. I'm the National Specification Engineer for the UK. Um, and obviously, I just talk about the sensors in some detail. Some detail. Now, these are... do First of all, do your sensors and bits of bombs just control lights? Lights, fans, typically, are the other thing. We also combine it with... Um, because we're part of Legrand, so we've also got the bus bar section. Yeah, so yeah. we combine that with the bar and it's self-direct, so we can have fan coil units on another set of bar to actually control those as well. So you're, so you, it's not just as people see these thinking it's just purely for lights. It, it expands, doesn't it, to be able to do a number of different controls. Effectively, it's just a switch, isn't it? And after you whack on that switch, you can put pretty much anything you want, bearing in mind you have to go through some other components probably first, but to make that work. So yeah. it's a detector. Yeah. yeah. So is it, is it, and this is PIR? Yep. Yeah. So this, what we're looking at is like a downlighter, but it's detected. So that would go in, in a roof? Yeah. And, so you're taking out sort of the same sort of size, aren't you, for a, yeah. a downlight, and you're inserting this instead of a downlighter. Yeah. So, and that's primarily used for what purpose? Why would you put them in? Typically for occupancy. Yeah. So if we take, there's going to be two scenarios. So let's take a commercial scenario. Let's say it's an open plan office. Uh, you'll go into the office and it will detect movement and it will bring the lights on. Mm. If you have dimmable lights, then we're going to introduce energy saving, but it will just be there. And if they walk out after a predetermined time, they'll they'll go off and save you energy. Now, these have been installed in, and I've done quite a bit of it, in offices all over the place. Because <laughs> people want, I mean, I've had to sit in meetings and start waving after halfway through. Yes, just to get... <laughs> <laughs> Not one of ours. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is one of yours, probably, but it's nothing to do with this. It's the people that have installed it, isn't it? Yeah. Not installing it. Yeah. And again, knowing that the controls. What are the parameters of this? What what can you make it do then from time-wise to full occupancy or multiple occupancy through to, to what? What does, can it do? So it's interesting you say about the meeting room. If we circle back to that, I'll try and answer it. So if you have a look at the meeting room, you would typically go in, you would hit a light, which would mean absence. And I call it absence is detection. It's just where you walk in the room, you put the lights on. It, as long as there's movement there, the lights will remain on. When you leave, you turn the lights out. I call it a teenager setting. So if you forget <laughs> to actually turn the lights out, just one off out. Yeah. Um, after a pre, predetermined time period, they'll turn off for you. So if you had that as a meeting room, you said the lights timed out. What you had is if you have a switch and you turn it on, the lights will come on. And what it has is absence. So if it timed out and it went off, 
we actually build in absence recovery in these now. So for 10 seconds, it will ignore a switch and it will change to presence and then look for any movement at all to bring the lights back on so you're not falling over chairs to go back and turn really? the lights back on. Ah, see, 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 it's cool. I won't yeah. have to do my waving halfway through the next meeting, no. will I? Just to get it's always funny in glass fronted offices. Yeah, and you see them in there on their own, walking around with a waving them. And you think they're waving yeah. at you? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> they're just dancing, really. <laughs> now you said this is PIR technology mm-hmm. because there's some of these will look pretty much the same, but they're micro sensors, aren't they? So microwaves, yeah. Uh, microwave uh, sensors. So we have another one here, which is similar, slightly slightly bigger, but the orifice is quite different. So what's different here then? So a passive infrared is, without sounding too crazy, it just has a pyro in the middle. And the reason you have this funny coloured lens with all the little splits there mm-hmm. is it diffracts the beam. So you get little beams coming out, and the nice word for it is vortices. Okay. And when you see one beam and another, and you get heat movement between the two, it joins a path, it goes, ah, movement. And that's uh, how it stays on. Okay. With a microwave, you actually look at a microwave. A microwave is really, really sensitive, so it paints an outline image of a room in simplistic yep. terms. You and I breathing, your chest movement is enough to keep that light going. Is it it's really? really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. The pro and the con is that if you have a PIR in a meeting room, like you say with a glass front, you're watching people waving away. And if you have a PIR there, that's great. You can walk outside the glass, and that won't trigger that that office lighting on because you're shielding the heat behind glass. Behind no. the glass, yes, but, yes. But with a microwave, not a problem. It'll see you straight through. And just come <laughs> on. So there is a trade-off. I mean, with microwaves, they're fantastically good. A lot of the time, we've only had small problems when you have schools and you have what they call the corridor space when you run down the middle. Yeah. And all yeah. the kids are going to the classes. Uh, they've, they've got this habit of putting really large clocks to let the kids know the time. <laughs> of course, <laughs> every, every minute that, that hand just goes, clunk, sees it, that carries sees on. sees it. <laughs> so, you've just got to be aware so, of what you're doing. This, this is, I say, slightly larger than, I suppose, the average downlighter. But what cone of range would this have? So if you had it in its flat format there, because this can actually be pulled out. So you yeah. can pull it out. It's almost like a... I've been fiddling uh, for that. Uh, that's what that does. Right. So you can have it. That's, oh, the way that. you, that's the way you typically see it at the end of the corridor. Uh, Down the corridor. Uh, yeah, yeah, looking at what's going so on. So if yeah. that was housed at the end of the corridor, for example, what it will do is it will give you a metre and a half behind, because we all know that the ceiling tiles near the door, no one ever puts it right there. Yeah. So it actually gives you a metre and a half behind to catch the door behind you. It will give you 23 metres forward, and it will actually give you three <laughs> metres to the left and three metres to the right. <laughs> so so, look so, at so that. how's it doing the behind <laughs> bit then? Because, because there's no... Um, is it, this is not... No, no, no. See, a microwave, it'll go straight through plastic. Fine. Go through it. Go through it's scary, actually, all these microwaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, it's uh, 3,800 times less background radiation than your mobile phone. Is it? Oh. So you're fine. That's good to know. Yeah, so... It, you're better off putting that in your pocket. Because <laughs> <laughs> your mobile phone does, isn't it? Really? Signal's not as good on them, though. <laughs> yeah, don't get good reception on these. That's a stunning coverage area, isn't it? That is unbelievable. Really precise. We do. And what sort of power draw is that? What's it take? The power draw there is roughly 200 and... No, how many? 210 milliwatts. <laughs> it's, it's nothing. <laughs> nothing. So, uh, now, what about this then, the PIR? Yeah, now you're really testing on parasitic values here. I'm going to say uh, 160-ish. Yeah, I'm just thinking because the volume that you might be putting into a large building could have an impact if there were... If, there if there's lots sizing. of... Yeah, yeah, if there's lots of... That's nothing to worry about. On the energy saving, though, you won't worry about Yeah, of course, you're saving a massive yeah, amount. The, the net saving yeah. is going to be there, isn't it? So what types of things can they control? Because I know with, again, with some... 
it can do LEDs, some can't do LEDs, some can do... So what, what can they or can't they do on these? Well, at CP, we like uh, the old adage, keep it simple, stupid. Yes, so, so result, um, you're in the right place, mate. <laughs> to be fair, so in essence, all of our detectors that you have in front of you, they're, they're all 10 amp. So it's 10 amp, great. LED, 10 amp. So on those like. terminals there, they are switching 10 amp? Yep. Oh, right. oh, great. So again, so if you, if you go back to the fan, if you take a simple PIO on a toilet, for example, then a lot of the time, great for consultants, they'll always say, I'll have a two-channel PIO, one for the fan, one yeah. for the And there is value to that because a two-channel PIO, you can put a different timeout value for the fan, which is great. But that's a little bit more money. But you can also go for a single-channel PIR because it's 10 amp and control both anyway. Mm. You're just limited to the one timeout period. Right. Yeah, clever. And is that um, – I'm getting a bit geeky now, but is that switching electronically or is it a relay in there? It's a relay. Um, what we're planning to do – No, it's, it's, it's – sorry. I'm, <laughs> it sounded like an embarrassment. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm so sorry <laughs> we're using relays. He's out of it. Because we're, we're, we're thinking that we're almost thinking about possibly changing that to a solid-state relay to help with the parasitic value going yeah, further. Hard, so it, it was just purely, I wondered. Yeah. It was interesting you asked it. Sorry, that was, mm. that was all I was thinking. He does this every now and then. He chucks a curveball in every now and then. You guys are quite, <laughs> quite on it here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this stuff here – it's going to need some design. You can't just go slinging these in all over the place, can you? You need no. to know what you're doing with them. I suppose it depends what range, though. That, that's one thing we do at CP is we cover sort of every base. Do you know, there's no one that does a, do you know, the range like we do. So we go all the way from, do you know, what we call green eye, which is, you know, basic standalone detectors, you know, that you, you might put in a, you know, a toilet when you've not really got a system all the way through. Then you have um, your VIT M4 and your Beaver M6, which is just... Um, Time saving, you know, daisy chain systems, you know, with an LCM. Uh, then you go up to VIP P7, which is semi smart, so that's single room, you know, so that's in classrooms a lot. And then you have rapid, which is uh, fully addressable, which is, you know, links into your BMS. So we cover every base. So it depends, you know, some you can just sling one in a room if you've got a room that you just mm. don't want the... But what if I want to go for those larger systems? So this is me, contractor, out there, and I get my opportunity to do the first multi-office block that mm-hmm. I've really taken care of. And they're talking to me at the pre-start meetings about they want some energy efficiency yeah. lights going in. Not a problem. But they then want the energy-saving controls in there yeah. as well. Now, if it's one of my first jobs, mm-hmm. I've got to go out there and learn all this, have I? Or can you guys help? Oh, we'll help. We can help entirely. Yeah, there's no problem. So our quotation package is Bluebeam, which is pretty much industry standard. A lot of contractors will have that. So we will present it in a format that's familiar to them. And we will also give an idea of what actually, what area is doing, what it's behaving as. Even going down to the level that if they need the information, we can actually go, well, look, we recommend an MK4900 center bias retractive switch for this one. This will be mains or this will be SELV and, and let them know. So not only you're telling me where to put this, but you're telling me what to put it with. Yeah. Well, mm. less. Because, again, we like to keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a bit more than simple, isn't it? You, could, you couldn't go in there and put it in full. Because you, <laughs> <laughs> that's the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my boss isn't watching. Uh, we do spend a lot of time on site. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to be fair, if, if you take that open plan office and you look at it from all aspects, you can do that open plan office with these products. These are standalone. So this is your basic sensor that will mm-hmm. do a little group of things. Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because you get a little credit card handset here okay, that you yeah. can just basically 
override them on, override them off. So I'm not the tallest of people in the world, so obviously if I need to adjust the timeout, I don't want to be pulling that down. I can just literally alter the time. Yeah. You can yeah. even give it a lux hold off so if there's enough light. So because all of these have a, an active photocell inside, it's measuring the ambient light. I was going to ask that, yes, right. So um, over a 10-minute period, it will look out at the mean average and then decide that the light is, there's enough light, and they actually just hold the lights off for you. Clever, because the first ones of these that came in, I was, I was doing an office flock. This was in London, and they first started to introduce photo cells as part of the energy saving requirement which meant that the lights ne- nearest to the windows were going on and off constantly yeah. with the cloud cover they yeah. were going to but you said there it measures over a 10 minute period yeah see that's what we didn't have back in the day <laughs> that was definitely relays yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those passing clouds were really annoying yeah it was yeah. this is an obvious question but i have to ask Absolutely. you don't get one of these for each fitting do you no, no, no. One so will do will one. Cover one a, is a whole will area. do them all. A lot of the time, you'll find the contractors will have one of those in their toolkit. And they just leave it rattling around until they need it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Very dinky yeah. little thing. Nice. So you guys will help. So if I'm, I am at that pre-start meeting and I get told I need, you need to include this in what's going on in the installation of these offices. How do you help? Do you are you remote or you said you're there on site quite a lot? Is that because you come to help people like me? Is that right? <laughs> Well, I know you didn't. Perfectly. <laughs> um, a lot of the time, you might have an issue on site where um, uh, maybe a contractor. This is really, really rare, but they may have wired it wrong. Uh, and I know that never happens. I'm, I've just gone into the wrong sort of people. Uh, you get other arenas where obviously they may have put the sensor in the wrong location. Yeah, so you yeah. might have a microwave pointing out a window where we've shown a PIR. Yeah. So we can yeah. kind of so say, actually, up, that's, yeah. that's yeah. wrong. Uh, a lot of the time, especially when Dali's involved, then they start trying to put Dali in other so areas. You deal with Dali switched in and all that sort of stuff, do you? Predominantly, Dali 1, Dali 2. Dali 1, Dali 2. We're yeah. fully approved for Dali 1 and Dali 2. So yeah. um, for us, we're very comfortable with Dali. Yeah. Um, because it's, the it's just where standard, the industry is. Yeah. yeah, It's that international standard, which is, is now being asked for on a lot, isn't it? So, yeah. So how do you get... Do you, do you also deal with the design? So if I'm doing design, lighting designs now, I go and ask someone for a scheme and they will provide me with a scheme. Can this be included in part of that scheme as well? So what will happen is is you'll go get your lighting design. Yep. Then you send the lighting design over to us with right. obviously the spec and what you know you need. You know whether it's addressable or whatever. And then we've got a huge design team. Oh, have you really? Yeah, a huge design. Where are team. they based then? Um, so they're all remote. Oh, okay. So they are you know ex- they're external salespeople. Right. So. If I'm honest, we've had a few new recruits. So I don't know the exact number, if I'm honest, but it's over 25. Wow. Near a 40. So I'm, I'm glad you... Near 40 as a, as a sales team. Yeah, as a sales team, but just sort of yeah, exclusive yeah, yeah. design. I'm, I'm a, glad you confirmed, Josh, it's in that order. So I go and get my scheme first. Yeah. And then after I've got the scheme, then come to you guys for the controls. Yeah. So, and then yeah, because we need to know where, obviously... What are you the, controlling? Yeah. And, yeah, and, and the loads, where, I imagine, don't you? Yeah, and where the sort of fittings are because yeah. we'll mm. specify everything down to PIR, length of lead, um, do you know, LCM, how many ways. Yeah. You go, oh, so so after you, you finish with it, I get a long list, shopping list. Yeah, quote list, yeah. Need. And then yeah. via a wholesaler. <coughs> like, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one right. <laughs> and we've been asking a lot of questions of our, of our tech talkers lately about sustainability. So we're going to ask you, what's what's the story with sustainability? What's the plastic type? Is it recyclable? Where do you get it from? All that sort of stuff. 
Yeah, so we're we're making huge strides. I mean, our Eco Vardis score is platinum plus. Wow, um, very good. Yeah, That's something proud of in it that one. Yeah, so we are very proud of it. I mean, we're very sort of lucky that we're French owned um, because you don't hear that very often, do you? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you've got to paint it in. You know, think of the positives, but um, <laughs> but. With France, because of the, the legislations, I think they were a lot earlier in adapting, right. do you know, than the UK oh, possibly was. So there's a lot of things in France that are, you know, coming from group that yeah. help us. So mm. obviously the EcoVardis help and things like that. Because EcoVardis, we, we, uh, people have heard on the other podcast we've done, EcoVardis is, is, is pretty big for, for CF. We, we're yeah. doing this because we know that the contractors now out there are being asked as part of their projects or part of their submissions for projects about EcoVardis. Mm-hmm. And we are part of that supply chain into them. And that means then we have to come to you and ask you about EcoVardis because yes. you supply into us, we supply into them. So it's all about yeah. making sure everyone's on board with it. And ha- after having, you know, a good few meetings with Connor Dalton and, you know, all your growing team, um, yeah. I think it's 95% of your emissions, as it were, are... Mm. are yeah, it's out down, of your it's, control. Yeah, it's down to you, mate. Supply chain. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you're, you're, you're 95 And we're in a very similar <laughs> position as well. But that's a very impressive score you've got there. I mean, yeah. what, what steps have you had to take to get that high? Oh, see, now you're asking. Now you're asking. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> as, a, as a company, so what we've employed, we've got nine people. We call it the CSR, which is just we include diversity, sustainability, circular economy, all within it uh, to attain that score as a group. So for us, we've done simple some, from simple things. For us, for generation power of ourselves, no different to, to you guys, solar power has been installed, more yeah. energy-efficient gas systems. Then we've also had other systems where we've come back and we've just decided, right, okay, packaging now has to be now designed that the box is going to be encompassing the product instead of thousands of airbags that were in plastic. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah, now going to yeah. actually encompass that. We're, we'll design the packaging that is done there. It's all cardboard. The, there's no tape. It's paper. It's, you know, So we're trying to cut back on everything to make everything as recyclable as possible. Great. Brilliant. As regards to the plastics, if you imagine that everything we build is is, is manufactured in Wembley. Uh, so in Wembley, what we have as a company is you can come along and manufacture it, uh, see our manufacture process in there. You can even see us test every single PCB. Every single product it? is tested before it goes out <laughs> the door. But in there, we're also looking at the actual um, system going forward where we can go and what the market's reaction is to whether virgin plastic, which that is, yeah, right, whether yeah. recycled plastic would be seen and be allowed. Now, that's a finished product that goes on the ceiling. Now, yes. we might look at towards doing something maybe with the LCM that's hidden. Yep. Yes. Yep. In the global network, because the Western economy drive for recycled products is so high a lot of the time we dip our toe in the water to have a look and it's actually been four times the value of virgin plastic yeah, because right. the demand is so high. <laughs> You're absolutely right. This yeah. is a point we made yeah, in an we, earlier we're chat. Picking this up, yeah. that, that actually, we're going to run out of things to recycle at the moment. This, yeah. this is... This is it's, it's, and it's trying to walk that path and understand where the balance has to come from. You see, I've got a, an old set of French doors. <laughs> I'm wondering how much I'm going to get for them. <laughs> I'm going to hang on to them for a bit longer. <laughs> I'm going to sell them to the guys at the Grand. <laughs> we'll, take, we'll take them off your eyes. <laughs> and the French. Happy yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> I think knowing full well that without a doubt your leaders on this, uh, not just from what you're doing at the back house and stuff, but when it comes to the products that you guys are, are providing and to know full well that Again, it came from the PIR to the sensor and the fact that you're a massive support mechanism there as well. Yeah. 
is absolutely vital to the guys that are listening to this. And I'm loving all this British manufacturer. Yeah, I know. We've got Scarborough, you know. We've yeah, got, we're, Wembley, we're really Lisa, Wembley. We're, it's absolutely we're great, in Britain. Britain. Look, great. Yeah. Look, in Wembley, we're really happy to talk to anyone about any of the business units. We've got a Legrand Academy there. So the idea being that we can take oh, anyone you want to go along. Dave. We'll come oh, along and present. Oh, we've got to go. We've we got can, to go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's sign up. So, so, might, so, might be a night out in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you won't find me there. <laughs> <laughs> so if people wanted to get hold of the support that you said. So if I go and get my, um, I get my scheme from a lighting manufacturer, how does that get to you then? Do I go to a local CEF and talk to them and say, look, where do I go next with this? And they, they find you or do it come direct to you guys? Either way, really. I mean, the, the, the support network. So we have a wholesale team, um, which split into sort of regions and they'll look after, you know, your local CEF branches. I look after CEF, you know, across the country, uh, Scotland, Northern mm-hmm. Ireland, Ireland. Um, but, they can get in touch with me, anyone, and we'll pass it on to the right people. You've got project engineers all over the place, and depending on what scheme it is, yep. do you know. So if it's addressable, that we've got rapid designers, um, and if it's non-addressable, then we've got other designers. So anyone really, you can send it through to our generic customer. Um, do you know, go th- via our website. Do you know, send it into the office, and it'll find its way. Or via a CEF branch, um, we're more than happy to help whichever avenue you like to take. Brilliant. Thank you very much. That's absolutely superb. Well, I think I now know a lot more about this I than ever I did when I sat down 20 minutes ago. And that, that microwave one's amazing. You want one of these? I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a problem with his outside lights. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Happy days. Happy days. <laughs> right. Uh, if you're liking what you're hearing, please hit a subscribe button and share with others. We really do appreciate all your support. These CF Tech Talking podcasts have gone down an absolute stream with a lot of people. So please continue to, to let us know. And if you want to talk about anything else, just drop us a line in the comments and we will pick up with the teams and come and find some solutions for you for all the many problems that are out there. Until next time, from me and the lovely boys from Legrand, thank you very much for listening to another CF Tech Talking Podcast. Say bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. <laughs> <laughs>